I see our Lord being very open about who he is, even though he's still being subtle about who he is, that many prophets and kings long to see what you see, Peter, James, John, Bartholomew, and the apostles, but did not see it. He's emphasizing, like, I am the one that everyone was looking for. I am the one everyone longed for, prophets and kings of the old, and you see this fulfillment. The first reading for us, where did that, um, that same promise, that the expectation, these things are going to happen. A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse. Who's Jesse? Who's Jesse's son? David, right? The great king of Israel. And a root shall spring from that kind of forgotten stump, kind of dead in the forest, maybe. And at the time of Isaiah, it looked pretty dead. There was no kingdom. There was no reign. This was the people in exile. The people without a king, without a priest, without a prophet. And they made these promises. Isaiah was making these promises. God was making these promises that a root shall sprout. What Advent tradition do we have that helps us ponder the root, that genealogy, if you will, from the grandfather of David? The Jesse tree. Like, hang on the tree, all the ancestors from Jesse to David to the, all the successors afterwards. Well, you don't do all of them, but you do the main ones. And all these promises being passed on, one after the other after the other, until that son of David comes, who is Jesus Christ. It's interesting with that episode of the one Jesus healed, he's saying out, he's crying out to him, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Because you're the heir. You're the one. It's supposed to happen through you. Have pity on me. I believe. The struggle for us, though, is that, and the same as the Jewish people, their expectations in their minds were the expectations of the wise and the learned. We would expect some great ruler to knock out the Romans and bring world peace in an instant. And our Lord says, Blessed are you, Father, you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned. You've only revealed them to the simple, the childlike, those who didn't have to see with their eyes, but could believe, even without seeing. Many long to see what you see, but did not see it. What? What did they see? They didn't see a great ruler and the conquest of the Romans and the end of all evil. They saw a Savior hanging on a cross. They saw a kingdom inaugurated that was not of this world, even though it is in this world. They saw a ruler and a reign that isn't one of pompous, and, and, um, pompous pride, but one of humility and service and love and forgiveness. And he could still say, and he says to us, blessed are your eyes that see what you see. He simply asked the Holy Spirit to make us aware of what is it that our Lord has granted in the fulfillment of all the promises that he's made to mankind. Scott Hahn could write the book and title it God the Father Who Keeps His Promises. We ponder those promises being fulfilled in this Advent season. We ponder what it means that Jesus comes among us. What is Christmas? What promises are fulfilled through Christmas? And how are we striving to live as members of that kingdom which only it seems the childlike can see and appreciate? Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.